a good Erev Shabbos, dear friends. We are in the Sphira, counting the days up towards Shavuos from the day after Pesach. Uh, as is known, it's a time of tremendous avoda to a certain extent, determining what the Kabbalah Satora that we're going to be receiving is going to be like, what level that's going to be happening at, and that depends on how much we prepare ourselves for it. That's the Emmaus Fira, a very important time. I want to discuss the question that many Meforshim are very bothered by, is the Posuk that tells us about the Sphira Saomer, Says, You should count for yourselves beginning the day after Shabbos. And the Apostle continues, You should count until uh, the day after the seventh Shabbos. And the big question that the Mephoshim struggle with is why does the Chumash refer to the first day of Pesach as Shabbos? We know the Gemara Menachos, Daf Samach, Hey Amud Beis says that this is not meant to be read as Shabbos, meaning Shabbos Voracious, rather this Shabbos is Shabbos Yom Tov, Shabbos, uh, the first day of Pesach. Um, and the Gemara brings many, many proofs for this. Uh, and this was actually a big fight with the Baitusim, who read it Kipshuto. They read it as being Shabbos, that you begin whenever Pesach falls out, then you wait until Shabbos, and after that, the, the next day after the Shabbos, you begin to count, and once seven such Shabbosim have passed, then the next day after that, which is Sunday, uh, is going to be Shavuos. And that is how the words seem to lend themselves. Now again, because I'll bring a bunch of rayas, that that's not how it is. So, uh, we understand it. It, it. That's not what it means. Rather, the first word Shabbos means the first day of Pesach, first Yom Tov of Pesach, and Ad Mimachris HaShabbos HaShviz means after the, the day after the seventh weeks, here the, the second word Shabbos means weeks, the, after, after seven weeks have passed. So that's the, how we're instructed by Chazal with the proofs that they bring to read the Pasuk. But the obvious question is, okay, but why did the Pasuk use the word Shabbos over here uh, it, potentially leading people to make a mistake, um, even if sometimes Shabbos and Yom Tov can be used interchangeably, that you could use the word Shabbos to refer to Yom Tov, but that's in situations where there's, uh, you're not going to come to make a mistake. Here, it's so easy to come to make a mistake, uh, especially considering that there's that second word Shabbos, and now the second one means something else, it means weeks. So we got the word Shabbos appearing in the same posuk, and the first time is going to mean Yom Tov and the second time is going to mean weeks as opposed to the Baitusim, the simple you know, reading of the verse 
would be just that it means Shabbos Bracious and then everything reads fine in this passage. So it just seems so uh, difficult that the Pasuk would do this. Why, why, why there's got to be some very big reason to speak in such ambiguous terms leading to such major mistakes that members of Klausel made um, why is why is the Torah written like that? Um, so first of all, the, we're going to be primarily taking the Mahalach of Rav Tzadok Hakohen Milublin in his Sefer Machshavos Harutz, where he bases his approach on the Zohar. The Zohar says that the Sfiras Omer is like the days of counting of a woman um, after she's been in a state of continuing tumor, uh, she's a zava, and now she wants to become pure for her husband. So after she makes the Hefzak Tahara, then she has what's called the, the, the Sfiras uh, Nikim, the counting of the clean days that, uh, that a woman has. And she counts seven days. Of course, the parallel is obvious to Shavuot, where there's seven weeks, meaning seven of seven. She just counts seven. This is a more zoomed-in version that every one of the seven uh, has seven to it, right? The, as, as we count in the Spheres Omer, we count that every week um, corresponds to a koach that a person has, um, whether it be chesed or gvura, um, all the way down all the seven kochos that, that people have. We'll discuss the last one uh, more in depth. And uh, each one of those then has subdivided into seven again. So that's why it's seven weeks by us as opposed to seven days uh, with the Isha, which is in a more Kalolosdika level. And then once she's finished, then she goes to the Mikvah and uh, she is uh, able to rejoin with her husband. That's, and that's Shavuz. Okay, so based on that analogy, we're gonna, uh, Rav Tzadik is going to try to help us understand this Pasuk. So first of all, to understand what is the concept alluded to when, when calling something Shabbos. Uh, Shabbos uh, is a dogma, it's a, it's a concept of a type of Kedusha. It's a Kedusha which in the, in the language of the Gemara in Arab Sachim, in Beitza, is Kviya Vekaima. It's a, it's a Kedusha which is um, established and standard. It means it's, it's, it's already there. It uh, does not require our effort to, um, to make something Kaddish, right? As opposed to, let's say, uh, a, a holy vessel um, an implement in the in the temple, right? So that would become Kaddish through us being Mekadish it. 
whereas Shabbos is Kaddish uh, by itself. So there, there's two ways that something can happen. Um, spiritual influence travels from up to down or from down to up. This is, we discussed this in Adar Hashem um, in the last chapter of the first Chalik where um, either there's a spiritual influence that travels down from the higher worlds into our world or the other way around that when man does an action down here we do a pa'ula, we do a mitzvah or, or whatever it may be that travels upstairs and uh, impacts upon the higher worlds and then that sends the spiritual influence back down from the upper world down to here. So these two concepts, one is called um, the masculine waters, Mayim Duchrin in Aramaic, Dacher is Zacher is a, is a male, uh, Mayim Duchrin, the male waters, that's from up to down, and then there's Mayim Nukvin, female waters from down to up, where the, what we do goes up and changes the, the higher worlds. So if a man were to be Mikadish, a certain item to the base Hamikdash or whatever it may be, so you know, we, we could refer to that as, as, uh, as being Mayim Nukvin. It's coming from down here. It's coming from us and it's causing uh, a change in the spiritual realm. So if a person was Mikadish, something. On the other hand, Shabbos, the Kiddush of Shabbos is, is Kviyah Vekayma. It's something that's already holy. We don't have to do anything for that to do. We don't have to do anything to make that happen. That comes by itself. It comes from up to down. It comes from the higher world down here to the lower world. Comes Shabbos. Comes the Kedusha. So now, Yom Tov is a little bit tricky in that regard. Because Yom Tov technically depends on the sanctification that Klaus will do. We have to be Mekadish, the, the Chodesh. We have to sanctify the new moon. And based on our sanctification of the new moon, that's what will determine the falling out of Yom Tov. That's why in the bracha of Yom Tov, we say Mekadish Yisrael v'hazmanen. Uh, and the Gemara in Brachas tells us that that means Mekadish Yisrael Right, that, that it's not we're blessing two different things. Hashem who sanctified Yisrael and He sanctified Asmanim, but rather it means Hashem who sanctified Yisrael, who they are the ones that sanctified Asmanim. Uh, so in that regard, we we spoken about this in, in the past that Yom Tov is called a regal, is called the the one goes up Aliyah the regal one goes up. By foot, we go up, we, we leave our Mokum Shvisa, we go out, we go up towards the base of Migdish, as opposed to Shabbos, where one's passive, one sits back and accepts the Kedusha. So, for that's why there's two different terms. There's the Yom Tov and the Shabbos, two different terms. However, points out with Tzadok that the truth is that Yom Tov is predominantly. Um, 99.99% what's called Maim Tuchrin, coming from Hashem. Uh, we do very, very little 
almost nothing towards that. Uh, first of all, to be Mekadish to Chodesh, uh, you know, it's either going to happen on the on the 29th or the 30th. There's, there's only there's only really two options for when it's going to happen. Um, you know, nowadays we we go with the calendar and. Uh, um, you know the, the, that that uh, that means this kind of uh, the Rambam says that we that we imbued all the future Chadashim or you know, Chodesh we already Mekadesh back then we made the calendar uh, whatever that means has a base and do such a thing but the point is that the Ike Kedusha um, is is at the end of the day still coming from Hashem. Uh, Rav Tzaddik says an analogy to this is like the Gemara in Yuma says on that Lama Tessa with Aleph that uh, uh, just like a person is Mekadish himself Ma'at Mekadishin or so harbe you Mekadish yourself a little bit and then and then the, and then the major Kedusha the big Kedusha that comes from up above so to a certain extent uh, Yom Tov although it differs in that initial ignition that, that first spark but predominantly, it still is a process of um, the, the kedusha primarily coming from up on top, and therefore, uh, Chazal understand that it is not inappropriate to refer to Yom Tov as Shabbos, as we see in, in a number of different places. Uh, that that uh, Yom Tov can be referred to as Shabbos. Now that doesn't explain why here we would do that. Uh, like we pointed out, here in the Pasuk, that causes a tremendous amount of confusion. So even though technically one can refer to Yom Tov as Shabbos, and we just explained why that is, because it's still predominantly a up-to-down relationship, not down-to-up. Uh, but why would we do that here? Why, why is this the place, considering how much confusion it causes? So for that, Rav Tzadik adds a very important point. Which is that not only was this day a Yom Tov, but this first day is the first day of Pesach. And the first day of Pesach mentioned this concept of during the Haggadah Shi'urim building up towards Pesach, that on that night, uh, Hashem did something quite unprecedented. There was basically no schus for Klausel to have such a salvation, to be pulled out and elevated so much. In fact, Chazal teaches that at that night, Klausel went from the 49th level of Tuma, shooting straight up to the 49th level of Kedusha. Uh, such an unbelievable feat, such an unbelievable hashpah, of divine revelation, of divine light, that uh, was completely unilateral. Hashem acted unilaterally in this regard, and completely overwhelmed uh, the entire system with the level of kedusha that, he, that, that Hashem injected. So, uh, in that regard, Leila Seder is extremely appropriate to be referred to as the Shabbos. It is a time where uh, Hashem acted very much unilaterally. And then, 
we go into the sphera. Now, what about the sphera? So, uh, the sphera is where Kalausrel now seemingly begin to work. We begin to do, to strive towards coming closer to Hashem. Like we said, if on Leila Seder we shot up to the 49th level of Kedusha, from the 49th level of Tuma, then the very next day we settle back down and we have to now start a day by day, 49 day process of going up and up and up in preparation for Kabbalah Satora. So, to a certain extent, this is parallel to the Isha that she, she was a Zava, she was Tomei, then on the night of Pesach, that's the process of her becoming Tahor, the bleeding stops. Now that's not at all in her hands. That's completely out of her hands. Uh, that is Mina Shamayim, just like Klauser wore Tomei and then became Tahor. But then she begins to count the seven Nikim. And that's a process that she is very much doing. Uh, without her counting, it will not happen. She will not become Tahor unless she counts seven days. Uh, and and uh, that's what's happening over here. We have the mitzvah to count the Sphira Solomon. On the other hand, Rav Tzadik points out that the Omer is tied in with the Spheres Omer. Spheres Omer um, seems to be two concepts tied together that uh, uh, need to be understood. What's the connection? Sphera is counting towards Shavuos. We're counting towards Shavuos. Now, when do we start counting towards Shavuos? Well, we start the, the, the night after uh, first day Yom Tov. Uh, as soon as Yom Tov comes out, that night we count. The Omer, the, well, the Omer is a carbon that's brought on, uh, on the, the next morning, on the, on the second day of Pesach. Uh, and the, the, that's uh, the, what's called the other, the first of the harvest, uh, from the barley harvest. Um, what's the connection? Why is it called Sfiras Omer? We're counting the Omer, we're counting... From the Omer, we're not even really counting from the Omer because we already started counting from the night before. We already counted the first day of the Omer before we even bring the Omer. But even if we forget that point, um, what does that have to do with the Omer? I mean, we're counting from Pesach until Shavuos. Uh, the Omer seems to be uh, a different point. Maybe you count from the Omer, which is the barley offering, up until the Mincha Chadasha which happens in Shavuos, which is the wheat um, offering. So you go from the barley offering to the wheat offering, but the connection, the concept of counting up towards Kabbalah Torah from Pesach to, to Shavuos, what did that to do with the Omer? So Rav Tadak explained an unbelievable thing. What does an Omer represent? An Omer is the first of the harvest. A person's life depends on the harvest that he brings in. And therefore, this represents our very hishtadlus. Everything that we do, 
This is how I make my parnasa. Um, the, the people, there's even such a concept as framing your first dollar. You open a business, and the first customer that brings in, that comes in, gives you a dollar, uh, or, or maybe the first check that you get, not to cash it, and, and you hang it up in a frame. This is that's it. Hence, this is the money that I make. This this represents my ability to make money as as a business. So here, the Omer is the first of the grain of the new season. This represents Kalashal's ability to make food. And what do we do with that? We give it to Hashem. We say, Hashem, although it looks like I'm doing over here, but it's really not me doing. I'm just simply opening up the channels, the vessels, to receive what you're doing. This is really from you, so I'm giving it back to you. To, to recognize that, to recognize that all the wheat, all, all the barley, and all the wheat that I'm going to be bringing in eventually, is all from you. And really, uh, that is happening all the 49 days. That's the Sphira Omer. Just like the, the Isha that's counting the Shevan Akim, the even though she's counting, it wouldn't be happening without her, but she's not the one that's making herself be clean during those days. She's just keeping track of it. She's the one that's helping for it to do what it's supposed to do. But it's Mina Shamayim that she's staying Tahor. And so to Klausrel, during the days of the Sfira Saomer, even though we left the Shabbos, a time where Hashem did the whole thing for us, and now we've gone into a time of having to work on it ourselves. So a person might think, okay, so I'm working on it. Now it's me. I've taken over. Hashem did it the first time. Now I'm doing it. Says Rav Tzadik, that's the lesson of the Omer, is we have to understand that even though we're, quote-unquote, doing it, but what we're doing is the recognition that really is Hashem is doing it. Of bringing it back to Hashem, of reconnecting it to Hashem, of recognizing that it's really Hashem who is doing it. And He's taking us through this process where the first night was called Shabbos. Then we have the Sphere Soma where we work and work and work to get to a state where we said Ad Mamachris HaShabbos HaShvits. That final recognition, 49 days later, we finally recognize that everything that I do, really, it's all from Hashem. That's why it's called Shabbos again, because in my Kochos HaNefesh, there's a concept called Shabbos, the recognition that it's all from Hashem. That's the Shabbos. It's called Yira Shamayim. Yira Shamayim is a Nusra Zutra Sehi. It's just simply the recognition that everything that I do is really from Hashem. I'm simply making myself a vessel for Hashem to act through me. That's the avoda that we do during the Sphere Saomer to ascend back up to Hashem, but to do that in a way of recognizing more and more and more, going through every one of our kochos nefesh of our abilities, our talents, uh, and to say, and this Hashem is, is from you, and this Hashem is from you, and everything is going to be the nekius, the, the sheva nekiyim, the days of cleanliness, cleaning through every single mida, that nekius is from Hashem, and that's the hachana for the Kabbalah Satora is to come back to uh, Hashem did it for us the first time where He did it was it was it was a Shabbos it was Hashem did it for us 
The second time is we have to get back to a state of recognizing that it's Shabbos, of recognizing that it's all from Hashem. Once we do that, then we're ready for Kabbalah Satora. Good Shabbos, everyone.